this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Are you ready for some high adventure? Coming up next on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. And now, episode 157. Houston Bound. Houston? That's in Texas, is it not? Yeah, it's just odd that uh, nothing came out of that direction has popped up on our radar. Everything except for St. Louis occurred on the East Coast. I might be mistaken, but didn't Tracy Richards take a chief of police job out that way? Captain Richards? My Captain Richards? Your Captain Richards? As you may remember, Sam was one of two Hungans who tried to disrupt 911 communications in a surveillance operation, much like the one you and Jameson just finished. I was enjoying a cold glass of salted milk when she came strolling by. Salted milk? Is he serious? It's a Hongan delicacy. We exchanged pleasantries. I was later disappointed when she and Nelson captured me. Holiday just verified that the ticket was issued to Hank. Personally, I think it would be a good idea for them to follow him to Houston. If he and Richards have a past, do you think it wise for Sam to go to Houston? That is, if you're thinking of having us follow him. I'm sure Captain Richards can handle herself. Sam may prove vital since Hank is a Hongan. Hey, Kate, uh, what sort of IDF presence do we have in Houston? I was just checking with Director Holliday. As you know, NASA has a big influence there. We have a couple of embedded IDF agents there, too. Do you want us to contact Houston PD and talk to Richards? That won't be necessary. I'll do that. Do you know if he booked round trip? It was a special round trip with the return left open. He would have to commit to a low travel day to avoid a higher rate. So we don't know exactly how long he plans on staying. Well, that shouldn't be a problem for you. I'm sure there's a STIP unit close by. Yes, we have a direct link to one from Stip Central. Well, then there really wouldn't be much to worry about. If he was there two weeks, you could take turns coming back here for fresh clothes or whatever. What do you think, Mr. Pierman? Uh, We can't do much here while our target is in Texas. I've always wanted to go to Texas. Have you now? Cowboys, ten-gallon hat. (laughs) You know, not everybody's a cowboy or wears cowboy hats. I'm sure not every Englishman wears a bowler. You make a good point, Jameson. We can contact our people in Houston to take over, but I've brought you two across the pond for this case, and it would be a waste of resources to send you back. I'm glad you feel that way. I would very much like to follow up on this case. That's right. I've invested a lot of time learning about your culture. Texas was my favorite place to study. 
I learned a lot. That's very interesting, Sam. What sort of things did you learn? Great Texas barbecue, Texas chili, Tex-Mex cuisine, Texas toast. All right, Sam. I think we all got the picture. I believe the matter has been settled. Mr. Pierman, Director Holliday will contact you via the secure video conference line to work out the details. He feels that agents Simon and Jameson, along with Sam, would make a good team. Gentlemen, I suggest you make preparations for your trip to Houston in, say, three hours. Very well, Agent Hawk. We'll get right on it. Detective Barnes, Miss Merritt, it was a pleasure meeting you both. Same here. Well, it was nice to meet you guys, too. Have a safe mission. Thank you. Cheers. Hey, Simon, can we go buy a cowboy hat before we leave? You've got to be joking. I think our MI6 friends will have their hands full. You know, I believe you're right. I wouldn't worry about that. Agent Simon spent a lot of time with him on Titan 3. Right now, it's time you met your new intern. I take it you're talking about this uh, Lenora? Yes. Robert, send Lenora to the control room. You want to tell us again why we're taking on a galactic felon? I know it sounds odd, Kelly, but she can be a valuable asset to your team. She was born and raised by Earth parents, but she spent her entire life on other planets. And was a member of Rage. You have to understand the circumstances. Her planet was devastated by the intergalactic war. She blames the death of her mother on the IDF. What about her father? He never returned from the war. We've never been able to track him down either. He's MIA. You wanted to see me, Director? Yes, this is IDF agent Jim Barnes, who is also a private investigator, and this is his assistant, Kelly Merritt. Agent Barnes? Miss Merritt? So what's going on? Why am I here? There's been a recent development in a case that Agent Barnes took on. We have been monitoring two suspects believed to be Hungans. Oh, Hongans, huh? You two have a desire to die or something? Not particularly. That's why we were assembling a team to track one calling himself Louie, and another team to track Hank. That's nice for you. Best of luck with that. Lenora, these are your new team members, along with Agent Hawk, here with us by radio. Nice to meet you, Lenora. Wait a minute. Team members? No one ever said anything about a team. I was sent here to learn enough to assimilate into society. And assist us with your knowledge of rage. Look, I'm sorry. I hope you find what you need with these two Hongans, but that isn't part of our deal. Lenora, I know this may come as a shock to you. You think? You have a good working knowledge of rage, and you do have experience in dealing with Hongans. We're not asking you to work side by side with Jim and Kelly, but be available to offer your insight. You'll continue with your assimilation program, and you may be called on from time to time. To assist in the investigation. If you prefer, I could put you back on the deep space stip and have you back in Boldabar in about 30 hours. They have a cell ready and waiting for you. That's quite all right, Pearman. I can play your game. Look, this isn't a game. Lives are at stake here. We believe these two are on a mission to destroy as many stip units as possible. Well, we wouldn't want that to happen because then you'd be stuck on this planet forever. Well, as for me, I'm quite happy on this planet, thank you. However, the stip does make it easier to travel around the planet and to the alternate Earth. Oh yeah, I forgot about alternate Earth. 
Did you ever stop to think maybe they wished that you would stay on your side? Lenora, I think you'll find that your stay here will be much more pleasant if you try to fit in more and be less abrasive. Well, excuse me if I'm a bit abrasive, but my home planet was destroyed. I lost both parents in an IDF bombing raid. I had to fight for myself growing up, and rage took me in and met my needs. That was then. This is now. What's that supposed to mean? We've all had times of difficulty. We've all lost someone. Nothing's gained from living in the past. you got a whole new future ahead of you, and it'll be what you make of it. You want to be sour and miserable? Well, it can be. But you have a clean slate. I say you make the best of it. On that note, Lenora, I believe Robert is ready for you to resume your studies. If you'll excuse me, I have more brainwashing classes. Well, that was interesting. Do you think she'll be of any use to us? I think she will. She's going to need a little time. In the meantime, I'm hoping she can give us some insight on her man. If you want my opinion, I think she'll be nothing but trouble. She's too accustomed to doing things her way. You might be right, sis. But we need to try and make use of her knowledge of the inner workings of rage. Uh, Kate, uh, you got an update on her, too? They are still en route to BWI. It'll be almost two hours before their flight departs. Then another three hours to fly there. I will contact Richards to make arrangements for them to pick up our team in three hours. All right. Kelly, that leaves just one thing for us. And what's that? Hey, Kate, you want to meet us for lunch? time was Joffre supposed to meet us here? Pretty close to this time. I think he was checking on his small ship. And probably depositing that huge check. We could have really done something to the Ulysses with that many units. Captain Fielder and Gabby, permission to board. Come on up. I'm on the flight deck. You know, this is the only ship that I know of that is faster than the Ulysses. For now. As soon as we leave here, she's going into dock for a makeover. Do we have enough to get the upgrades we talked about? And then some. I had a nice little nest egg saved up. And with what the IDF and Jaffa gave us, we're sitting pretty. Hey, you know me, Cap. I'm always sitting pretty. I'm curious to hear what Nate has to say. So let's find out. There they are. How'd it go with the controller? Joffre got credit for both Wi-Fi and Lister, so he's happy. In fact, he's got a nice little bonus for you. Oh, that's nice. I'll restock the bar with it. Is he coming? I'm sure he'll be here shortly. When we leave here, I'm putting the Ulysses in for a big overhaul. Pretty soon you may not be the fastest ship in this sector. Do I hear a race challenge? Well, not yet. Let me see what kind of upgrades I can get first. All right, Nate. What's up? Yeah, what's going on? You don't seem yourself. I just got some discouraging news. Tika has family matters on her home planet that needs her attention. How long is she going to be out? It may be indefinite. 
She got a little bonus from the IDF, and I give her mine to help her out. That was awfully generous of you. Not really. Tika provided cover and backup for me on Galaza, where I found precious gems. Enough for me to buy my own moon paradise. She really earned what I gave her. Permission to board. Come on up, Jafra. We're on the flight deck. On my way. Have you looked for a new pilot? I think I found a pretty good interim pilot. Where is she right now? Right here. M me Hey, you're not taking my pilot from me. Not on a permanent basis. Your ship is going to be docked for upgrades for quite a long time. In the meantime, Gabby, you can pilot the Mercury, and before you ask Captain Tam, I'll need a first mate. First mate. Before you say no, I know it sounds like a step down, but what would you be doing while the Ulysses was in dock? You can sit around eating cafeteria food, or you can fly as first mate on the Mercury. No, I'm good with that. I plan to be on board anyway. Really? <laughs> Jafra, welcome aboard the Mercury. I trust you are doing well after our night of libations. I don't know if any of you noticed or not, but I was drinking straight fruit juice. Being stuck in that cave on Galaza, hiding from certain death can make one reassess their life. And I suppose becoming rich beyond your wildest imagination helped as well. You know, Gabby, it was a fantasy that came true. But as I sat there waiting for one of those mantra monsters or Wi-Fi's men to come after me, the riches didn't seem all that important. Speaking of which, here is a token of my thanks. Thanks. As I told the ladies here, I'll use this to restock all the complimentary items for my passengers. Now we'd like to talk to you about a proposal. Before we start, Nate just told us that he lost Tika. She had some personal business to take care of on her home planet. I'm sorry to hear that. And he's asked me to be his pilot, and Cap Tam here to be his first mate. And we agreed. Well, Nate, I'm sorry to hear that Tika has issues that need her attention, leaving you without her services. But on the other hand, you couldn't have asked any better qualified people to step in. Which is precisely why I asked them. Are you fully aware of our future plans? I've got a pretty good idea. You want them to join you in the bounty business? It's a done deal. Check these out. IDF bounty badges? Whoa, the feds are on board. Do you realize what a free ticket that is? Who's going to question your cargo when you flash those badges to some IDF inspector? Not only do I want them to join me, we want to team up with you and the Mercury. Three badges are better than two. And look at this guy. Who's going to want to get into his face? I beg your pardon? Um, it's just an expression meaning to confront you. You know, this could be a really sweet setup. Your ship will easily fit into my launch bay. I could stay in orbit, watch some Planet 310 movies while you three shuttle to the surface and do your thing. And I can help set up cargo runs for you. It's not that too big of a load. We could deliver for you if it's in the vicinity of our mark. There's always a need for smaller electronic parts and medical supplies. Most of the bigger cargo ships don't like to make those small hauls. Along with the delivery fees you can share in the bounty. It's like I told Tam and Gabby. I can afford to buy my own moon. I'm fine with just cargo fees. What's going to happen when the Ulysses is ready? With the upgrades I've planned, that won't be for quite a while. Then it's settled. Gabby, you're my pilot, Tam, my first mate, and Jafra. Once we establish orbit over your destination, you'll have overall command. The only time I may assert my authority is when I feel you've put my ship in danger. Nature have a deal. I'll be tending to servicing my ship. When I get a bounty, I'll contact you. We'll rendezvous in orbit to dock my ship inside the Mercury. All right. Go find us some bad guys so we can get this show on the road.
Agent Hawk. Good morning, Kate. Barb O'Neill. Oh, hey, Barb. What's up? Director Holliday and I have been going over your medical reports and recent evaluations. We both feel that you are ready for full duty. I thought it kind of was already. Yes, but remember we said that your homeland duties were up in the air. Yes. Well, we think it's time to go back to full duties. You'll soon be returning to the immigration section to resume your liaison duties with the Chinese. However, we want to wait until this joint mission with the two possible Hongans is wrapped up. That's great news. I can't wait to get back to full duty. For now, we just want you to keep us up to date on the case. You can let Agent Barnes know that we stand ready to assist in any way we can. I'm sure he'll appreciate that. So in your last report, you said one of the Hongans booked a flight to Houston. How is Barnes and Pierman handling it? He's teamed up Agents Simon and Jameson with Sam. They'll meet up in Houston with Agents Richards. Locally, I'll be working with Jim Kelly and the parolee, Lenora. I've read her file. I'd keep a close eye on that one if I were you. She has a long history with rage. She knows she's facing a long sentence if she's unable to adapt. One false move and she could be back sitting in a Boldabar prison cell. Still, I'd keep close tabs on her. Do you have eyes on your suspects? Their vehicle's still parked at BWI. Hank's flight is scheduled to depart in about an hour. Simon's crew will leave around that time. Jim and Kelly are on their way here now. Sounds good. I leave you to it. I'll update Holiday. Good luck. Thanks. Yes? Hey, what's the secret password? The one it's always been. Please? Hey, so what's the latest? The car is still at BWI. I just talked to O'Neill, and I've been cleared for full duty. Well, that's great, sis. When do you go back? As soon as we wrap up this case. That's great news, Slugger. I think with all the hands we have on board, that won't be long from now. So what's your take on Lenora? I think she has a really big chip on her shoulder. She thinks the world owes her something. And when I say world, I mean universally. She really doesn't see that she did anything wrong. Rage took her in when everyone else had let her down. Yeah. It's a typical cult syndrome. They provide her with a family and she falls into their trap. Does she know you lost your family to an arsonist? No, I don't make this some sort of contest. I truly believe things will fall in place eventually. Well, let's just hope it happens before we wrap up this case. The last thing we need is a distraction. Louie hasn't moved yet. I'm just curious, by what name did Hank book his flight under and how did he pay? Hank Wallace and he paid cash. Cash? That's kind of unusual for this day and age. Yeah, well, it would have been nice to trace an electronic payment, but they're being very careful. Ah, what do you say we grab some lunch? Who's going to monitor Louie? Even if he was sitting in his car at BWI right now and was leaving, we'd still have time for lunch before he got here. What if he's headed somewhere else? You'll still be able to track him. Besides, how long does it take you to eat a carrot? You know I'll eat more than just a carrot. All right, a carrot and a few leaves of lettuce. You know I'm not the one we have to worry about when it comes to setting a time limit for lunch, Mr. Smorgageboard. Ah, yes. Jafra, please come in. Close the door. You have something for me already? Yes. I believe you once said that there are enough criminals in our sector of the galaxy to keep you plenty busy. 
I have one for your consideration. Well, that's nice, Controller, but I haven't even serviced my ship yet. No worries. The Boldabar Motor Pool took your ship in and are servicing it as we speak. Do you think that your team can be ready to go this time next cycle? And Nate has agreed to transport us in the Mercury along with my ship in his docking bay. Excellent. This is Dr. D. His real name is too difficult for most people to pronounce, so he goes by Dr. D. He works for Emroth, medical research affiliate. It seems he went rogue doing unauthorized research involving cloning and brain transplants. Philian authorities found his underground lab and a mass grave. We presume that the bodies were failures from his experiments. He sounds like a doctor I wouldn't want to have. But why do you need a bounty hunter for a man of medicine? It seems local authorities could easily handle the situation. He was arrested, but he had hidden tranquilizers on him. He managed to drug the two guards who were escorting him to prison and escaped on a transport to our penal colony moon. Wait a minute, hold on. Are you telling me you want us to go to that moon prison and apprehend him? There's nothing on that moon but cold-blooded killers. No. The freighter was supposed to deliver the goods to the moon colony via low-level parachuting pallets. The doctor managed to sedate the crew with the exception of the pilot. Let me guess. He forced the pilot to land where he took on Wi-Fi and a handful of criminals. You're almost right. He just picked up Wi-Fi. So I'll have two bounties. Maybe and maybe not. Dr. D, like most villains, hate rage. We think he is out for revenge. Your mission is to bring him back and Wi-Fi if he is still alive. Here is where the ship was last spotted. They're headed right for Cali. The last I heard, that was an R&R &R planet with a hospital. Uh, that's where all the wounded IDF troops were sent. The hospital is still there but only used as a waypoint rest stop for the long journey to the deep sector. What's the bounty? 200,000 units. Looks like we're going to Cali. I don't think I'll ever get used to this horizontal lift. Here we are, menswear. Don't expect Captain Peacock on the other side. Who's he? <laughs> oh, someone who I assure you won't be on the other side. <laughs> It's her, Tracy. Is this how it's going to be for the whole trip? Isn't this the woman who tried to shoot you and who you tried to blow up? Yes, isn't it romantic? I believe we're supposed to wait for her. What is this place? This is the pat-down area for suspected smuggling. And I'm Captain Tracy Richards, Houston PD. Agent Tony Simon, MI6. Junior Analyst Jameson. And I'm... I know who you are. You see, I knew she wouldn't forget me. So, are you going to pat me down? The BWI arrival gate is right down this way. His flight is early, it's just arriving. It's a good thing we were on time then. Is this all the luggage you have? Uh, yes, we pack light. If need be, we can buy new clothes here or stick back to Baltimore and change our, our wardrobe. If you decide to buy new clothes here, please let me help you. Most people here tend to cowboy up way too much. Nothing sticks out more than an urban cowboy. Now, if you need some fashion advice, I did extensive research on Earth fashion. Yeah, from 1955. There's his gangway exit. They're unloading now. All right, everyone. No eye contact. We're just waiting to go to our gate to board. There he is, sir in the outdated blue suit. Hey, I think this looks kind of sharp. You would. 
Oh, no. Sam, get in front of me. Well, Tracy, I didn't expect this. Shut up, Sam. What's wrong? Is that your guy? Yes. Why? I know him. How and why does Captain Richards know Hank? Will Jaffra be able to convince his crew to leave so early for a bounty hunt? And where is Louie headed? Find out the answers to these questions and more in the next episode of The Hawk Chronicles, Troubles Back. through Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or iHeartRadio today. There's eight different podcasts, one for each day of the week and genre, and the Mutual Audio Network broadcast feed so you don't miss a day of your favorite shows. Subscribe to Mutual Audio tonight. Good night.